Hello. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you good. Oh, there's Sniper. Yo. Yo. All right, cool. I had to turn that fan off for a minute so I could hear y'all. <laughs> Shut this door and stuff. How y'all doing? Doing good. How are you? Dude, I can't complain. Um, I'm actually looking around my room because I have found some bottles of paint. Uh, they're not the best paint, but um, I think I'm going to buy some canvases uh, after this call. And uh, I was looking through, honestly, Jonathan's work, um, trying to do, you know, a little deep dive and whatnot. And uh, I was just really inspired to draw. Like last night, I was wanting to like color a lot, draw, paint. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I think today's the day. So I'm going to go pick up some canvases after this. And I think I'm going to get to coloring and stuff and drawing and just paint. I've never actually sat down and painted a canvas. So I think I'm going to try that. That's so cool. I love hearing that. Sometimes my, my favorite thing to do is to get that, like, the really cheap paint. Because mm-hmm. then I don't feel, like, so much pressure. And then I can just, like, fuck around and have fun with it. Uh, that's super cool. Yeah, man. That's my whole my whole thought process right now. I was like, you know what? I'm not this super talented artist. So it's probably not worth it for me to go buy some really expensive paint and then me just absolutely just trash it. So... Yeah, that's the approach I'm taking. Just some cheap paint, and we're gonna we're gonna do some things tonight, have some fun. So yeah, I'm excited. That's so rad. I remember in college, they would uh, they would give you like buckets of white paint you could use to like paint your studio wall. But I would like take a little bit, and since it was like free paint, I like I felt no pressure at all. And that's like I used that paint to make some of my favorite paintings because like I wasn't thinking about oh this is like ten dollars of paint right here. <laughs> Right, dude, I I never, I never, and we'll let some more people gather in before we start, but I never thought about when I was younger, because I'm only like 26, uh, I seen that you were 22, 23, um, I, I never imagined as I got older that like the, the smallest things would be expensive, like paint, toilet paper, like paper towels, I'm like, damn, this stuff is like really expensive, you know, but uh, paint was definitely one of those things that I went to the store, and I was like, I do not recall paint being this much in the past but wow here we are yeah it's wild i like honestly i use whatever i can find it's kind of a fun challenge and like right now went to home depot and i found uh you can get like mist tint paint for like a dollar for like a quart of it so i'm just like playing around with like this really cheap paint and it's been a ton of fun oh hell yeah man that does yeah you should fun. check that out it could be cool i might have to man yeah i've been building this um this house that my mom got, we, uh, I had got my mom this present and it was like a wooden house and I was under the influence to be like quick and easy, man. We broke that bad boy out the other night. I have painted it three times, sanded it twice and still haven't started putting that thing together. And whenever I had to paint it, I was like, you know, this is fun as hell just painting this house. So, and that also was like, you know what? Maybe I should get a canvas. I've been painting the hell out of this house. I, I want to have some fun and make some stuff. So I'm excited, man. But Jonathan, honestly, bro, we got some people in here. Uh, if you want, we can kind of we can kind of jump into it and start if you'd like and just let people gather in if you'd like. Yeah, I'd love to get started. That sounds great. 
Awesome. And apologies if I ever pause. I'm, I have a cup of coffee right here. I've been trying to grind out some work. But, Jonathan, it's nice to meet you. For those in the crowd that don't know, my name is Sniper. I am recently acquired by Burrito Dow. I will be helping with the um, spaces and the podcast. So this is my first one. Hopefully everything goes smooth for y'all. So let me know the feedback at the end, you know, what y'all think. But Jonathan, I've been doing some deep diving into your art and your history. And my, oh my, dude, you are talented for one. So I will start off with that. Um, I wanted to dive in and ask you if you could just tell everyone when you started. I've seen in your portfolio that you're pretty young. You're 22, I think it said. Um, so that was out there. And I was like, wow, this dude is super talented. Me, I'm 26 and I can't even draw a, a leg of what you draw. So um, at what age did you start like doing any kind of art at all? That's funny. I have to, I have to update my, my bio and stuff. I had just turned 23, but uh, yeah, I've been making art, you know, as long as I can remember, that's always been like my main dream, my goal as a kid. Like I always wanted to be a full-time painter artist. So I think I've been taking it serious like six or seven years now. I remember like in high school for like probably a good year or two, I tried to post something on Instagram every single day because I really didn't want to get like a real job. I just wanted to make art. <laughs> so yeah, I've been um, active at it for probably six or seven years now. It's been quite a grind. But yeah, I got into digital art maybe two and a half years ago now. I would always like use Photoshop to like touch up my paintings, but I really dived deep into it probably about two years when I got an iPad and Procreate. And that's like totally shifted the way I see my work. Um, I still primarily paint, but including digital art, like really expanded my, I guess my process in general. I feel like it's giving me so many more ideas and I can like see my work in this new world. So that's been the biggest thing recently. And I guess on top of that, the biggest thing is animation. So seeing my work, which is traditionally just a still painting of like a scene or like a snapshot of time and then seeing it move, it's just, it blows my mind still. I feel like a, I don't know, it like everyone animates. It's not that crazy, but like seeing my work move still just blows my mind. <laughs> That's been the most interesting thing recently. Now, so when, when did you get, introduced to web three and nfts what part of your life did you um, come over and start putting uh, pieces on different chains i think it's been at least two years now i remember i was still i'm really good friends with uh, ferocious victor and uh he was the first person to talk about it i remember just hearing hearing him say he sold an image blew my mind and i immediately called him like you need to tell me about this. Like, what are you, <laughs> you sold an image. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And then he really guided me. So that, I think that was September of 2020, maybe. It's been a while now. And uh, about that same time, a, a couple months prior is when I got into digital art. It's funny because you actually have a, and I, I don't, I don't think this is saying too much um, personally, but you, you actually have YouTube videos with Fawocious, um from about a year ago, I believe. Um, so you've been putting out content for for a while. Um, and I also wanted to ask, I saw a piece you talked about animation, um, the cow. So this cow that I've seen, I've seen it on my feed not too long ago. And then I believed I look on your profile. Did you make this cow? I got help with that piece, uh, the the Infinity Cow, the Grant Yun uh, 
kind of piece I did recently. I got help with that animation, but I did make that cow. I made that, I think, two or three years ago, and uh, I made shirts of it. I made totes of it, and uh, yeah, it's been kind of like my little logo in a way. I feel like it represents me really well. <laughs> so where where does the inspiration for that infinite cow come from? Because I thought it was a crazy idea. Whenever I started zooming in, of course, the animation is super dope. Whenever I saw the multiple cowception, like the cow inside of the cow with the cow print, for one, I thought that was dope. Um, but where did the whole idea of it even come from? And where does the general idea for your designs come from? Because I saw one piece, I believe it was a Nike check, but it looked like a store. And please correct me because I know I'm probably off on that, but I hope you know the piece that I'm referring to. That one right there was just like, so dope but it's just like so odd to think of so we're like where do these ideas usually come from yeah that was the nike 711 piece that's uh probably three or four years old now that's like one of my favorites i don't know something about that piece just makes me so nostalgic it was a really pivotal point but i think the cow is a really good example because i think there's like two or three different kind of inspirations behind it even though it's just like a cow drawing like you wouldn't have guessed it would be like so meaningful to me but so I'm from uh, Calgary Alberta Canada and uh, we're known for cows I guess I'm not really even sure why but it's always this joke everyone calls Calgary cow town so I think uh, drawing cows is kind of fun to me it's kind of referencing that which is kind of funny and then I really like playing with the everyday so to me like cow imagery is like pretty common here and, uh, you know, you might see a cow in your drive and it's like not that exciting. So playing with things that on the surface aren't that exciting, like like a 7-Eleven or a cow is really interesting to me. It's kind of like a challenge to see like everyday objects and everyday parts of life in a different way that you might have not seen them before. So that's like kind of the main main inspiration between that and the Nike 7-Eleven one. I don't even know where that one came from. I find 7-Eleven so fun to draw. They just have this weird energy to them. And it's, <laughs> there are these like really strange places that you like, I'm always there late at night and has the weirdest people. And I just wanted to capture that energy. The Nike part, honestly, don't know. It's just an iconic image. And I just wanted to incorporate those two somehow. And <laughs> I think I, I'm really happy with it though. Dude, I am too. And just because I can't like pinpoint like what kind of art that would be called, but I would say that I would call it my favorite because that stuff is absolutely amazing. It's like that, like you said, that feeling that you get looking at it. Um, that's the kind of stuff like I would want hanging around. Like that's the, the type of art I resonate with. And whenever you're talking about these pieces, I've heard you say over and over again, um, you know, they're either three years old, two years old, four years old. I want to ask what the word consistency means to you, because it sounds like you've been very consistent in this space. You have a great following. You have amazing work. So what is it like to be consistent? And, and what has that been for you in this space and just overall as an artist? That's a great question, but I feel like I struggle with consistency, honestly. Um, like, I think the biggest thing for me is to be consistent with your output. Like, I, I don't really have a problem with that. Like, I love making art. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to constantly post stuff because I love making stuff. But I think the thing I struggle with consistency-wise is, like, my style. 
I think if you were to look at all my work, you could still tell it's me, but there's definitely parts of it that are different than others. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I kind of, I try not to hold myself too hard on that because I'm still pretty young and I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm not trying to stick to one consistent style so much, but um, I feel like that's an issue of mine. I don't know. I feel like I, maybe I should stick to uh, <laughs> more of a consistent style. Maybe I'd be a, I don't know, <laughs> bigger or something, but that's a great question. I don't know. I feel like I could uh, work on this as well. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, you're, you're killing it. Cause I mean, you know, you have consistency like people, you know, who is like pushing out a piece every day for like so many days, but then you have consistency like X copy. Like I don't believe X copy is pushing a piece out, but like every so often and it's consistent to the point of he's putting out work. It's not like he just disappeared. So I love the fact that you're constantly pushing you're constantly making stuff and not just disappearing, you know, from the eye. You've been doing this for a long time. You could have done art for a year, two years and be like, all right, I'm done. You know, I've made a hell of a lot of pieces, um, you know, go on to the next thing. So you've been consistent in, in the field of always just doing what you do, no matter how long it's took. So I have a lot of respect for that. And I'm sure a lot of others do, too. I want to ask you. Um, who are some others that you've gained inspiration from? Is there anyone? Um, and this is, I guess, Web3 and in general. Whenever you started at uh, at this young age, I would say, because you're still young yourself, um, who was the people that you were looking up to? Like, wow, I really love that art or wow, this is who I'm drawing inspiration from. First of all, first of all, I really appreciate that. Um, I'm glad it comes off that way because I'm, I'm a little hard on myself sometimes, but... <laughs> But yeah, I look up to a lot of different artists. You know, I see Pear in the audience right now. We kind of started around the same time. It's uh, really cool to see our growth together. So that's cool. But there's a ton of artists that I like. Um, Jack Bishop's one of my all-time favorite painters. He's from Canada as well. And I'm actually lucky enough to own some of his work. And we kind of became pretty good friends recently. And he was in town for a show. And that was super cool getting to meet him and hang out with him. And uh yeah, he's a bit older than me, but talking to artists that have a bit more experience has been really interesting because I'm only 23. I think he's 30 something. So he has like all these extra years of knowledge and experience in the traditional art world. So that's been super cool. There's a ton of artists. Um, I always talk about him. Kim Dorlin, my all time favorite artist. Uh, I remember I had this article posted about me in the Toronto Star about a year ago and like he kind of blew up on Instagram and he, yeah, he actually DM'd me. So I like got to talk to my favorite artist and like, we kind of talk occasionally and like, I'm always like, what do I say? Like I'll ask my girlfriend, like, Oh, I don't know what to say. Like, how should I respond? <laughs> so there's a couple people like that in my life that I'm like really fortunate enough to like be able to actually talk to them now, which is like something I don't take for granted. Yo, I mean, yeah, that's that's one big thing about this space and just art in general. You never know who you can meet. Like, I mean, I, I feel honored being able to talk to you, brother. I mean, it's you've and, and I heard you say you're hard on yourself, man. I feel like a lot of us are. But you just got to remember, especially in this space right now, the fact that you're even here, man, says a lot. And I'm sure, you know, you've you've been an artist before Web3. So I wanted to ask what what are you wanting out of this space now and what is it? What is it like being in a space where I guess getting your work out in front of people is easier versus traditional art where it's, it's not as simple as, you know, one click of a button and multiple people seeing your art? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I've, I feel like I've shifted on this a bit. And originally it was um, like, if I can sell a digital drawing for me, it's like, oh, like I can spend more time doing digital work. That was kind of like my initial interest in the space because like I was 100% painting because you can only sell things that are physical. But I think it's been three years now or two years now. And like my opinion on that's kind of changed. It's kind of more, it's more so with Web3, I'm able to make whatever I want. It doesn't have to be a painting or physical or digital at all. It can be whatever I want about anything. And, you know, before I even got into crypto, I was planning on like applying to galleries and like going to shows and like working my way there in that like kind of old school way. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe having to change like the type of work I make or like, cause like, would a gallery have a painting of a cat eating from his fridge late at night? Like, <laughs> so I think that's what the biggest thing for me is web three is like, it's giving me freedom to create whatever I want. And I still have an audience that can support it. It's like, I'm not altering my work to fit into a certain space, you know? So that's probably the biggest thing. Absolutely. That's one thing I like about like what's going on here. Like burrito Dow, like I, they have so many artists that are just like sharing work with each other. And I'm like, yo, I'm finding so many people that are super talented that I, I, I might have never even seen. You know, I go to a, a museum and it's the same stuff, same old stuff, same same old artists. I come here. Absolutely amazing. So, Jonathan, I also want to jump over and ask you, because we did just say something about the cat in the fridge. Where in the world did you get? Insp- is this just a top of the head thing? Please tell me that you have a cat and you found him in the fridge and you were like, I got to make it. Where did this come from? That's so funny. It was actually inspired by uh, my older cat. He used to go in the fridge a lot. But then um, recently my brother just got a new cat. And uh, he's like really strict with what he eats. And I was over at his house recently and I like, I sneaked him a couple treats, you know. So I was just thinking like, that'd be funny if to draw his cat like (laughs) eating these treats that I sneak him, you know. So kind of funny story behind that. Uh, Yeah, I've noticed that. Dude, the, the cats in the pictures, because, I mean, one of them are the cats on the skate park. Yo, that one was killing me. I always like asking artists as well, what is one of your favorite pieces that you've personally made? And also, if you could work with someone in this space or just any artist in general, who would that artist be that you were like, oh, my goodness, I wish I could get a collaboration with this piece. Maybe you can. You just haven't reached out yet. But I'm always curious, what's your favorite piece you've made? And. Who is your dream collaboration? Damn, these are great questions. I think, I don't know if it would be my favorite piece, but the piece that I go back to the most, probably, well, there's a couple, but yeah, you mentioned the, the cat skate park, pet park. I think something about that one, it draws me back to it. And I like, I always look at it and I'm like, I want to expand this. Like, it, this is like a whole world that like I captured in this little painting, like, I want to like play with that more. So I think that's why I'm so drawn to that piece It's because I don't maybe see it as finished or maybe I think with that one, I just see it as like a good snapshot of like a little world that I captured. And that's like my all time favorite thing in painting is like when it looks like you're just looking through like a little window into like some alternate reality where cats skateboard. <laughs> and then um, artists I want to work with, there's a lot and wow. I'm so bad with names, but 
I think doing collabs with artists that are kind of, you wouldn't assume their work would work together are like my favorites. I always find those really interesting. And, you know, I'm pretty good friends with Ben Zank and uh, I would love to do a collab with him. We were supposed to do one and I kind of dropped the ball and just kind of didn't know what to do with it. And I just feel bad, but someone like that where he does photography and it's like about as far from painting as you can get. But I think blending those two worlds together would be so interesting I'm like really curious to see what that would look like. Absolutely. Um, that reminds me big of cause. I believe cause would, you know, back in the day would go to like bus stops and stuff and take the posters out. He would then paint on them, put them back in, just mixing to like art, I guess, uh, what would that be? Medium. So like photography and paint would be crazy and stuff like that. Anytime I see it is nuts. I think Justin Aversano is someone that I've seen do that a lot, especially with his tarot drop. Um, and it just comes out absolutely nuts. Um, I, I want to say, wow, you caught me so off guard. So there were so many things I wanted to ask, and now I'm just totally blanking. So one thing I did want to ask was, whenever you do these paintings, because this is my biggest problem with painting, drawing, anything, do you use references or like for the cat park or pet park? Are these just things that you kind of like envision and you were like, okay, and then just get to it. It's a bit of both. Like I'll have an idea for something and then, you know, maybe I'll find a reference that kind of helps me to get to the point better. Mm -hmm. But usually it's um, based on photos I take just like walking around, like from real life. That's where I like try to reference the most. I feel like that feels most authentic to me. Uh, sometimes, you know, I'll use like Pinterest or something and like, I didn't take this photo. I don't even know who took it. I don't know where it's from. I don't really connect with it as much. So I try not to do stuff like that. Or if I do like just um, try to change it enough so it feels authentic to me. But uh, funny you mentioned that. I've actually been playing around with Dolly recently to create like my own references in a way, or I guess a, AI's own reference and uh, I think I posted it yeah it should be here um, one of my most recent paintings it is the frog one where he's like taking over the building For some reason my Twitter's not loading but oh yeah right here it was the good morning one from a couple like a week ago that was actually a prompt from Dolly I like I think I put like a Matt Fury style frog attacking a building. And like, it looks nothing like this. It's kind of just like the face, but that gave me enough of an idea of like, what would a frog look like if he's like giant and taking over the city? <laughs> like such a weird thing to think of, but that's been, I've probably played with Dolly like every single night now, just like kind of coming up with new ideas. And that's been huge. Love to talk about that more. Well, I'll tell you, um, I would love to to dabble around with Dolly more, but for some reason, they do not want to accept me. So we're going to tussle about that one. Don't know what that's about. But no, it's interesting because, like, obviously, I can't just look up uh, on Google a picture of, like, 10 cats at a skate park doing kickflips and stuff. Like, that's just not going to be there. So the fact that, like, I just find it so intriguing that that people are able to put their vision on whatever canvas and make that into reality. That's one thing I, that just blows my mind. I wish I had that talent. You and many others are so gifted with that. Um, I, I mean, and you said you wanted to jump into Dolly. I know you probably want to, I know what you mean by that, but I did want to ask you, what has it been like um, now that you have Dolly? I mean, 
three, four, five years ago when you were doing art, stuff was a lot different. What has it been like to be able to use AI and all these new things um, while, while making your art? I think for me, I use it in a really restricted way. Like I'm never going to just like put a prompt in and then say that's my work. Cause to me, like I want to be able to actually have a bit more hand in the, in the work, you know, I don't want to just uh, have it create itself. So right now it's just been a great tool to come up with references that are maybe like impossible to find online elsewhere. So I'm like blown away by it, but I'm also like, trying not to make it my whole uh, aesthetic or my appearance anymore. I'm just kind of using it as a tool in a really restricted way. Okay. Okay. And I do want to apologize. My boy Cliff just scolded me uh, and let me know that Dolly is open to everyone. So um, oh, yeah, yeah. that's totally on me. Um, yeah. Cliff, Cliff scolded me. Uh, that's, that's on me. Uh, new guy in the chat. So sorry. Uh, and, and Joe, I saw you jumped up here. Did, did you want to say something, brother? Or did you just want to hang out or? Uh, no, nah, I'm just here to help pin some stuff. I just wanted to pin that uh, frog building piece. Oh, my man, you're the best. Uh, I'm actually glad you did that because I wanted some more. If you could, could you just pin a couple pieces by, by Jonathan so we can get them up there in front of the eyes? Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, awesome. I appreciate you. Um, Jonathan, I wanted to ask you, though. Um, you know, you've been doing this art for a while now. We've said that. I've said that time and time again. Um, what is your main focus right now? And is there anything that you're currently building, anything that you're currently working on that we should be uh, looking for? Or are you kind of just relaxing, doing doing as you please? You know, can you talk on that? Yeah, I got a couple of fun things planned. So I got a couple of things I'm not supposed to talk about, <laughs> which I would love to talk about because they seem like really fun projects. But besides that... Um, yeah, my main focus is just creating art for myself. I'm not like putting too much pressure on like doing a huge uh, drop or anything like that. It's more so I just want to make a large body of work and then figure that out later. Um, besides that, though, this has been really fun. The last like maybe two or three months I've been working on getting some clothing made. Uh, I used to make I used to like hand silkscreen T-shirts back in the day. It was a ton of fun and I want to get back into that kind of get back into the physical a bit more. Um, but that's been super cool. I like got my mom working for me. She's like sewing on tags on t-shirts for me. And it's like, <laughs> this like fun thing we do like once a week, I'll like come over and we'll like sew t-shirts. <laughs> so yeah, that should be, should be ready about probably about a month from now. And then uh, aside from that, I've been working on my own um, OpenSea editions page. I'm like really stoked for that. I kind of, I kind of wanted like my own space for like the more quicker drawings. I feel like, I don't know. I don't want every piece I make to be a one of one. Like I just want a ton of people to be able to have some of my work for cheaper. So I've been like stockpiling these like quicker drawings of mine, and uh, I'm getting pretty close to dropping them. I'm I'm excited for that. So those are the things that uh, I've been working on the most. Hell yeah, man. That sounds amazing. Have you ever considered live streaming any of your drawings or whenever you're just doodling around, maybe stream it for people? Has that ever been a, been a thought of yours? I've actually never thought of that. That'd be really interesting because uh, I don't want to sound weird, but I feel like my process is kind of interesting. I feel like most artists' process are interesting and like like you post something and you just see the end result, but I love seeing like the in-between parts. So that could be kind of cool. 
Dude, I'm telling you, it's one of the uh, we've seen Klon from Cool Cats do it, where he'll just have like little doodle streams and he'll take uh, take suggestions from the people in the chat. Oh, and you'd that's be surprised. So smart. Yeah, dude, people would throw you ideas, kind of yeah. just like Dolly, but with real people. You know, they have you throwing the they have you yeah have them throwing the prompt. It'd be that's so funny. I used to like maybe I probably haven't done it in like a year now, but I would like make a tweet saying like post a photo and I'll draw it. And then I'd like, you know, handpick like five or six of the best, like weird little memes that someone posted. Mm-hmm. But that'd be like a much more direct way of doing that. That's super cool. Absolutely. I think another interesting one that I've seen uh, artists do in this space is um, Ilya. They actually do like, they'll be like, drop your profile. I mean, drop a profile picture, your profile picture or whatever. And then they like pick 10, 15 people and put it into one scenery. And I've also seen people just like, you know, drop your profile picture and I'll draw it in my style. That's something that I always find super interesting because your style is very, very unique and very, very amazing. So imagine if, you know, this is just a thought, you know, someone dropped their cool cat and you drew their their cool cat in your version. Man, that would look absolutely beautiful. That's something yeah, I, I love would that idea. No, I for sure want to mess with that. But I love the live stream idea. I'm like thinking about that more. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm telling you, it would just being able to like whenever you see the the thought behind what's going on or the the time that it really takes, you really feel involved in it and you really feel part of that piece. And you never it might mean that much more to someone because they sat with you, they interacted with you and and got to like actually what they feel have a say on this piece so yeah man give it a thought if you ever get to do that man i would love to tap in and and watch you create some pieces man they would be beautiful yeah no that's super rad i love that idea i'll uh i'll have to look into that some more for sure absolutely so we'll probably go another 10 minutes and then if you don't care i'll open up the floor for anyone that has questions in the crowd um but i did want to steal a question from from my podcast i want to ask you what is the most important thing to you right now when it comes to art whenever you look at your art what is one message that you kind of want to get across or you want people to know about you I think the most important part is the idea of play i always want either the finished painting to be fun or the actual process to get to the finished painting to be like playful and enjoyable so usually usually it's like the end result is like somewhat funny in a way but yeah I think the idea of play I've been thinking about that a lot recently it's like I'm a pretty happy uh funny guy and I don't need to make like super serious or sad work because I don't feel like that's really authentic to me so I've been playing playing around with the idea of play so that's that's probably what I would say no that's good man I mean the positivity is what we need you know especially in a market like this um, just, I mean, if everyone would just make it constant, sad work, of course we would stay down, we'd stay feeling bad, but we need that uplifting energy, the positive, you know? So I love hearing that from you, man. And so I also like asking artists this as well, whenever you're sitting down to do, a, uh, to do like any kind of painting, coloring, what is your go-to color? What is one color you always draw with? Ooh, that's another good question. I think my all-time favorite like color scheme is like a really gray painting with like just a little bit of color and it's like a little treat almost like you have this like big gray square 
and there's just like a couple, you know, like primary colors. I find that so satisfying. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be primary green. That's like my all-time favorite color for some reason. It's just so like unnatural, but like also it's it's green, so it looks like a plant, but it's also this like plastic green. So it's like this really interesting uh, shade of green. Dude, I mean, this is going to sound awful. So uh, luckily, my, my my grandma loved me no matter what. And whenever I was younger, I asked, she asked me what color I wanted in my room. And, and being a kid, dude, I was like, oh, easy, green. And we're not talking like light green. We're talking like the frog pin to the top green. And my I had green curtains. It was like a jungle theme. But I, <laughs> I got joked on so much for having this bright bright green room and uh, i probably had that for a couple years until i was you know what i cannot look at green no yeah, more, but it's still, you hate green <laughs> i mean funny. yeah it's it's my favorite color but anytime someone's like yo you want a green i'm like nah, no i've done my my years of green i can't do it no more um jonathan before we jump over to the question and the other people if they want to come up i do want to say i greatly appreciate you this has been an amazing conversation i feel like i've once again, found another amazing artist in this space. And I thank Burrito Dow for giving me this opportunity to do this space today and everyone in the crowd that's stuck along. Um, what is there anything that you would like to let the people know or like to just have a have a last thought and just, you know, say your piece? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. I, I love doing spaces. I don't do them enough. So this was like a good excuse to get back on here. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I guess I just want to mention we got some clothing dropping soon. Pretty excited about that. And then as well, additions dropping soon. So my <laughs> my uh clothing or my closing piece is like me shilling. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine, bro. This is this is your space, bro. You you say what you yeah. need to say. We're all here for it. Yeah, so I got those dropping and then yeah, just focusing on painting. So that's uh that's about it. The biggest things going on right now. Hell yeah, I love that. And I'll start letting people, if anyone wants to request to come up, you're more than welcome to ask Jonathan anything you'd like, say anything you'd like. Um, I do want to say, though, Jonathan, as I'm letting people up, um, dude, we're, we're I'm all ready for it. Anytime you want to do some spaces, hit someone up over here. Um, you know, hit me up. I'm always down to do some spaces. We have some amazing people in the crowd, Moody, Cliff, Angel. Um, you know, they're, I mean, we have a bunch of amazing people that are always down to talk. They're amazing artists themselves. Um, but yeah, man, get on spaces more. You're a great speaker, great artist. I'd love to hear from you more. I'm now following you. So I'm gonna be keeping up with what you're pushing out. Um, I do see we got two people up here. Uh, Ham, we'll go with you first. Uh, anything you want to say? Hey, well, first off, I just want to say awesome space sniper and John loved it. Um, my question for Jonathan is, uh, can we expect the new balance collaboration anytime soon? That'd be amazing. No plans soon, but hopefully that's like a dream collab of mine for sure. I hope to see it come true in the future. Because I remember buying Wait, you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I was just going to say that you have the the New Balance paintings I did, those two. Yeah, I gifted them to my dad for his birthday because he got me onto New Balance. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that painting. It was um this like little blob guy. He's like, not even an inch on this piece of paper. And then the next painting is a zoom in of his shoes and he's wearing these like detailed new balances. <laughs> I still really like that piece. That's so cool that you gave it to your dad. 
Bro's out here being the nice son. Okay, I hear you, Ham. Now nah, he put me on to New Balances. Honestly, New Balances changed my life. So, you know, I had to put him on too. <laughs> Yo, New, New Balance 550 is most comfortable shoe that you can wear this year. I don't care what nobody says. Believe the hype. They're worth it. Um, but, Ham, I'm going to jump over to NF. Oh, let me see the name. NFT Ratter. Um, I saw you jumped up here. Is there anything you'd like to say? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, just firstly, uh, you know, it's a great space, actually. You've been listening for a while, and, uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Um, yeah, I was going to ask Jonathan, um, you know, if he has any sort of tips or tricks, you know, to help smaller sort of NFT artists to sort of, you know, uh, grow our brand and name because, you know, that's something I'm trying to do. So it'd be good to hear from him um, anything like, you know, that he would recommend to help, you know, increase publicity and things like that. Yeah, for sure. That's a that's a huge thing. We kind of talked about it earlier and I kind of said I was bad at it, but <laughs> being consistent, that's like the number one thing, uh, whether it's like being consistent in your style or just consistently like showing up. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I can think of like three or four artists that I remember seeing just posting on Twitter every single day. And now they're like some of the biggest artists in the space just because well, obviously they're very talented. I'm not discrediting that, but they showed up every single day and everyone saw them. Like they just put themselves in front of as many people as possible. So I would say that just show up even when it kind of sucks. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Uh, a good example of that is someone up here as a speaker right now, Moody. Um, I was in this space um, far before Moody. And whenever I seen him come into the space, uh, we befriended each other and he was his trail was ablaze like this man literally took off. But what helped him was the fact that he was so genuine and very, very consistent. Um, he, he believed in what he what he did. He did it with everything he believed in and, and maintained that image of just of being a solid person. And I have to agree with Jonathan. If he didn't say it, I was definitely going to jump in and say that we mentioned it earlier. 100% consistency. It's helped myself uh, with what I do in my career. It's helped my friend Moody. It's helped Jonathan, as you can see, and it's helped many people. Look at Burrito Dow. Um, you know, they just surpassed a thousand followers, and that's because they're staying consistent. As long as they're here, they're showing up. No, you might not get a at from people. You might not be getting hit hit up by Levi tomorrow for a collab, but you're going to be here. You know, whenever it's a year down the road you'll be able to look back and pinpoint people be like, yo, I, I was, I was here then and I'm still here now. So I think consistency is, is one of the biggest things and genuineness in this space. So hopefully that helps you. Yeah. That's really helpful guys. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moody. I saw you were up here and then we'll jump over to John. Yo, uh, first off, want to say congratulations, sniper. You've done an amazing job hosting this amazing space. I'm not surprised because you are so incredibly gifted with how you conversate. Uh, so shout out to you. Shout out to the entire Burrito Dow in the house. Uh, we can ask for better guests and better hosts. You know, like uh, it's it's just a match made in heaven. Um, Jonathan, enjoy uh, the space. I'm excited to see you more on Twitter spaces. We'd love to see you more because um, your art is incredible. I know it speaks for itself, but we also love hearing you speak. Uh, my question for you is, uh, what has been like the largest life lesson that NFTs or just Web3 has taught you? 
Wow, no, another great question. So many, so many good questions. I feel like I'm not like thinking enough in my daily life. <laughs> I think the biggest lesson from Web3, can't say consistency because we just said that. I think, okay, sorry. I think for sure the biggest one is community. And I know that sounds like super tried. Um, but even outside of Web3, I like just joined this new studio space probably about six months ago. So I'm like surrounded by other artists now and like we're like all friends and we like get drinks and stuff. And it's like just having other people around me, whether it be on Twitter or like in person is so huge. And like, I didn't expect that to be such a big part of my life because like I'm pretty introverted, like I'm cool with being alone. And But something about being around other artists, whether like on Twitter or in my studio is like so huge to me. It like it really changed the way I see like my art career. Because I always thought like it was just a very lone thing that I just had to do myself. But really, like, there's tons of other artists in the same like same spot I am with the same issues or same like goals. So it's like being surrounded by like-minded people is so uh, so inspiring to me. So that's what I would say: community in person or online. Just wanted to add, ask one more thing because you, you mentioned that, you know, uh, art being such a private, not uh, necessarily private, but something like you personally do on your own and seeing it from like, this is like a solo thing versus you now being surrounded by artists. Um, what part of that gets you like more excited about, you know, making art when you're surrounded by people? Is it like being inspired and seeing what they're doing or I don't want to say it's competition, but kind of being around people that you would say like are better than you in certain areas kind of like elevate you. Like when I think about that, I mean, like when I used to play Smash Bros with my friends and I knew ones that would be so much better than me, but that kind of brought me up even better. You know, like it almost like was a cheat code where you play with even better people and you're like, whoa, I learned so much more. Uh, I love to hear that aspect of it too. Yeah, no, I would agree with everything you mentioned. Like, being around people that are better than you, like whether skill wise or maybe they're better at marketing or something like that. It's like, it shows you what's possible and what you could strive towards. So like, I love being around people like that. So that's definitely one thing. Um, but I think another thing for me that I'm like, I've been making art for years now and like, I'm still surprised by this, which is kind of funny to me is like, there's other people like me. Like I remember growing up and like, I was like the only artist, like, out of my friend group, like one of the only artists in my school, only artists, in my family. So it's like just being around people that are into the same things as me, like is still like mind blowing to me. <laughs> so it's like, I'll, it's a bit of both. It's like just being around people who appreciate the same things and like seeing what's possible. I think that's like the biggest thing for me. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I love hearing that. I love hearing, you know, it's, it's awesome when we all get to like talk to one another and talk about how like being uncomfortable is like, or being put in something that's so different, like motivates us and pushes us and, you know, elevates our work as well. And uh, it's, it's really cool when I see more and more artists like working together or working in a similar place, even like here on Twitter, like getting to hear artists just brainstorm and brain dump. And uh, it's really inspiring and moving uh, to see artists like yourself doing things like that. So, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to answer my questions. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the question. 
Yeah, Moody hogging up the stage. Good look. No, I'm just kidding, brother. Thanks thanks so much for all the kind words you said, and thanks for all the kind questions. Uh, John, I've seen that you were a speaker up here, brother, we're, uh, or sister. Would you like to uh, ask something or say something? Well, my name's John, so I, I'm a brother. I, but, I try um, not to assume. I try to be respectful. <laughs> I hey, that's very respectful, dude. Um, okay, before my question, Sniper, awesome job hosting the space, man. It's cool to hear someone else with the Southern twang. It's nice to hear my own <laughs> native tongue in a space. Let's go. So, yes, baby. I'm uh, let's from go, dude. Yeah, I'm from Tennessee. So, <laughs> so hell yeah. But uh, Jonathan, been a big fan for a couple years now, actually. You were one of the first people I followed in the NFT scene. And uh, you're also a fellow painter. So, you know, I'm a big fan and everything. Uh, I wanted to ask, do you prefer traditional over digital or digital over traditional? And a little side note question, uh, some of your older works used to have a lot of like architecture, like buildings and stuff. Uh, and you also did that one piece a long time ago of some, it was a sign and you painted on a sign. I can't remember what the sign was, but like, is that, does that kind of stuff inspire you like architecture and like industrial type stuff? Like, is that something that inspires you at all? Yeah, I think for maybe uh, a different reason than most people are inspired by architecture. I think it's just like I you come in contact with it every single day. And it's like this sort of like, I don't know, boring thing that you walk past. It's like not that special in most cases. So I like really like playing with the idea of like making something kind of like mundane, interesting. I feel like it makes me like slow down a bit and like really appreciate the world around me whether it just be like a little street sign with like a a guy crossing on it like seeing something like that and then thinking of like an endless amount of uh, possibilities is like really good challenge um and yeah you mentioned uh physical over digital i like started painting and i think i'll forever always prefer painting that's just like my preference i've i think with the, the web3 space now it's like it doesn't really matter if you're like doing super intricate uh, 3D design or painting, like there's a space for you. So I think painting is like my first love and I'll like always stick with painting. Um, something about being able to hold it, I think is really important to me. And uh, yeah. And by the way, thank you so much for the question. Uh, you mentioned uh, fellow painter and all that. I'm also a fellow John. So I feel like we have a connection there. <laughs> we're bros John yeah, man <laughs> oh and my mom's side of the family's from Canada so I mean oh like, no way that's yeah awesome. <laughs> yeah they call uh they call Alberta the the kind of south of Canada <laughs> so maybe we can connect on that too <laughs> yeah yeah Well, damn, I'm glad we got some got some fun in my bad. My finger slipped over here and I, I exited out of my group chat on accident. That's my fault. Um, but I just want to say I want to be uh, <laughs> I want to be real respectful of everyone's time. So I greatly appreciate everyone that's coming uh, that's come up here, ask questions. And Jonathan, I really want to say thank you to you, brother. Um, it's been absolutely amazing getting to learn much more about you, being able to see all these amazing works, being able to hear the stories behind them and just the story to you. Um, 
And I believe this will become a podcast. I'm now helping Burrito Dow turn all these spaces into podcasts and getting them on streaming services. So hopefully that will be out soon. This will be one of the episodes. I'm looking forward to seeing everything you're doing, Jonathan. Uh, and we wish you nothing but luck in the future. So this has been a great space, man. Thank you for everything. And um, if you'd like to say anything, you can. I really appreciate you having me. This is a ton of fun. I'm really honored that uh, you guys sat through this and listened to me. It means a lot to me. I appreciate all the questions as well. And uh, yeah, I'll for sure have to hop on more of these. This was really cool. Oh uh, yeah, let's go, man. Um, let's go. Yeah. Thank you so much. And everyone here, um, thank you for tuning in. We will be back. I don't know when the next Spaces is, but man, they do these pretty damn often. Hopefully you'll hear me again or you, were, you, were, you will hear another talented guest, uh, speaker, whatever. Y'all have a great day. I'm about to go get me some coffee so I can stay awake. Um, see all you all later. Peace out.